Minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfume. Oh, mercy! Five, four, three, two, one. What is up, everybody? Paul Mancano, Bobby Blanco here with the Masson All Access Podcast from yo, yo, yo. from the warehouse. Uh, and things uh, things are not great. We're uh, we've got a lot of tough stuff to talk about. Not all of it good because the Orioles have been playing very poorly as of late. But we got a lot of show to cover. Uh, we're going to be playing a little game at the end because we want to keep things a little light. Called Would You Watch That Show? We're going to be hearing from Buck. Uh, and Adam Jones later as well, who both touch on the O's struggles as of late. But Bobby, right now, this team coming off a road trip in which they were winless, and they currently have the worst record in Major League Base- Baseball, eight and twenty-six. Uh, surely nobody thought they would struggle this much, this early. The sun is shining, but the tank is not clean. And don't call me Shirley. Um, oh, but you know the Orioles. It's just I think it's just so jaw dropping because we all expected more. You know, we debated back and forth whether this team could be a playoff contender or you know finish higher where they where they were projected to be this entire off season. Yeah. Um, especially with the additions of Cashner and Cobb, the rotation, and you get veteran guys back, and you, Manny Machado's in obviously a free agent year. Um, and it's just the fact that they haven't even won ten games yet is is jaw dropping. And and you know they like you said eight and twenty six. They lost six in a row. On they you know they haven't won a away game since the series in New York. Um, it's it's not looking great. It's it's tough. And um, you know you can only say it's still early. So long. I mean to be seventeen games out in the beginning of May is and not, and not only is it very disappointing it's like it's almost hard to do and yeah. things just haven't gone the way for the Orioles at all like we expected like I, I keep going back like they just cannot put together a complete win when the pitching is good the bats go quiet when the bats are fine the, maybe the pitching's a little off um, maybe the defense falters they haven't played great defense and the, the Orioles have been well known for their defense for the past couple of years so just everything isn't coming together just yet yes they're missing key guys Mark Trumbo's only played six games Jonathan Scope is still out yeah. Tim Beckham's out but I don't know it's just it's hard to find a silver lining in all of this it really is um, and especially going 0-6 on a road trip yes it's against the Angels but the A's are nothing that aren't that great I, thought, I think you know the Orioles if you on paper were a better team than the A's and you know the A's win three in a row in Oakland, so yeah, it's it's tough right now. I, I know Orioles fans are upset and hurting, and uh, we are too. You know, we want to see the team do well. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I grew up an Orioles fan. You know, I you know when I'm not covering the team, I still root for the team. But so it, it is. It's a tough time. It's a it tough really time is. In Baltimore. Since mid-April, they've had three six-game losing streaks apiece. They've lost three games on walk-offs. Two since the beginning of May. One to the Angels, in which they were losing two nothing. Come back in the ninth, a spectacular O's magic rally. And then they lose it in the bottom of the ninth. That was brutal. That, that was brutal. And that was, you know... There's um, no shortage of brutal wins. No, so and you think, hey, if they're able to pull this off, you know, this is, this could be like a, maybe not a turning point, but a good sign of things to yeah. come. Hey, you know, you kind of need some of those wins every once in a while. Like, oh, maybe steal a game you shouldn't have yeah. won. And, and they couldn't pull it off quite yet. And, uh, and I, I think that's just adds to the heartbreak. And, you know, some fans are out there saying, like, yeah, I saw it coming. And, you know, you can only get your hopes up so many times. So... Yeah, it's it's tough, Paul. It's tough, and um, it's 
you know, hey, you know, we we take no joy in this. You know, no. like I said, oh, no. you know, we're, I, I'm I'm a fan outside of work, and and you know, we cover this team. We know the guys personally. Um, you know, and it, it's no it's no fun to come in here and have to talk about yeah. a team that's losing. Um, and and it, and obviously the guys are frustrated too. So yeah. it, it's 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 frustration all around. It, yeah, it's, it's a bummer. It, it really is. The other one that I think of the other walk off they had a couple nights ago. That late-night game against the A's, if you stayed up for that one on a Saturday night, that one was equally painful. Kevin Gosman pitching the game of his life. I mean, he was just Two hits shut out through nine innings. Uh, he was terrific. That was the best we've ever seen him pitch. That is the guy that the O's hoped he would be and have hoped he would be for quite a while. And uh, the offense couldn't give him anything. They, they barely came close to, to scoring a run. Um, and it just felt like... If it was one another one of those games where it felt like if somehow they could sc- scrape out a run and, and get a win that they probably didn't deserve to, yeah. then you you know because we've seen in years past, even last year, that a, a game like that, a little bit of Orioles magic can yeah. spark a run. I mean, think of the games that Manny Machado walked off with grand slams and the uh, you know the games that they shouldn't have won, but they somehow just through good bullpen out. pitching and late night magic, they were able to pull them out. They haven't had any of them, any of those so games so far. Well, in the Kevin Gosman outing, uh, that was tough because it you could just sense that he obviously he was on. Like you know, you could just sense he just needs one. He just needs yep. one run, and and, the, and they can pull this out. Yep. And the thing about the Orioles, and we've said this a hundred times, is like you know, it takes one pitch, and anyone on this lineup can send it over the wall. Yeah. And you were just hoping they would get that one pitch, and and the bats just cannot get. I mean, anyone on this lineup. Machado, Davis, Strumbo, Jones, um, Scope when he's healthy, um, Mancini can send a, a ball. You know, even a, even a not good pitch, yeah. a, a bad pitch over yeah. the wall, and you, they just couldn't get. To, and you kind of get that sense, like that's kind of how this season might go. Unfortunately, it's yeah. just that you're they're going to be close a lot and just not close enough. It's um, yeah, every not everything's going to go right, and and it's a trial and tribulations of baseball. It's a long season. Um, and, and it's a tough game. Obviously, it's it's, it's a very tough game, Paul. Yeah. Baseball is not easy, and pulling together wins in, in bunches is going to be tough. Yeah. And um, it, you know, it's just hopefully some somehow some way maybe getting home home in the warm weather at Camden Yards. You know, maybe we'll see some balls flying. A few weeks ago, we talked about what was more frustrating and what was more concerning: the bats or the pitching. Uh, and I said at that time you took the side of the the bats, and I said the pitching because I said the bats will come around. They're going to be fine. You, not all the guys in the lineup suddenly just forget how to hit. I've reversed my position yeah. <laughs> since then. I think the bats are definitely more concerning at this point because these are guys who throughout their career have been solid hitters. Yeah. Um, Adam Jones is batting two forty five. He's like a career two seventy five hitter. Um, Machado is crushing the ball, but he's pretty much the only one. Scope is out. Mancini has really struggled since suffering that knee injury. Uh, and teams it, are starting to take the bat out of Machado's hands. Like yeah, we saw him yep. last, yesterday get intentionally walked with the game on the line with Mancini on third, which is a smart thing to do, the right thing to do, yeah. because obviously Chris Davis popped out at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, not even Machado, who's the only one yeah. who's the only it's, one who's hitting, is getting a chance to do anything now. It's and, the same thing with Bryce Harper over in the National League. These guys are just not giving them opportunities because yeah. they – there aren't guy the guys around them aren't hitting. You yep. need somebody behind Machado to strike a little fear in the pitcher's heart, and nobody is doing that right now. Um, Alvarez and you know having to be the DH and it sometimes be a third is batting two oh five. Santander has really struggled to start the season, and Beckham, as we you know barely touch on, he's one of the guys that they're missing uh, as well. So it's they are struggling with injuries certainly, but 
they're just not hitting. Um, and, you know, to to say that we have any of the answers would be lying. We just don't quite know what's going on with this team at this point. Maybe it's just a simple thing of the turn of the calendar and getting back home, you know, yeah. the friendly confines of Camden Yards. And, you know, I'm here for the Pedro Alvarez resurgence. I mean, he's got seven home runs already. Yeah. Um, I don't think he should be playing in the field too often. Yeah. That's um, only out of necessity and yeah. desperation. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know, because Beckham's out, and I get that. But, I, you know, once – I mean, he is – I mean, he obviously didn't play. He played most of last year in AAA. Yeah. Um, he's up here now because of need, because of Tim Beckham. But I think when Beckham and Scope come back, you can't really send him back because no. outside of Machado, yes, he's betting, what, 205, but he's got – he's second on the team with homers. he got yeah. seven, and he's, you know, he's crushing the ball so yeah. when he gets a chance. Um, he had a homer the other day, yesterday. Yeah. Well, it does help because Trumbo – you know, Trumbo being back, and Trumbo's hit fairly well since he's returned. Um, you know, you have an option, potentially, if you want to give Chris Davis the day off, which Buck has done a fair amount, that, you know, you put uh, Trumbo in the outfield and you have uh, Alvarez as the DH. That's always an option. Uh, and it's nice that, that Pedro's hitting well enough to do that. Um, yeah, but beyond this, I mean, the numbers are pretty ugly They're in terms of uh, offense. They're second to last in runs. Last in batting average, hitting just 220. They're last in on-base percentage with 288. They're third to last in slugging percentage, second to last in RBIs, and 25th uh, in Team ERA. So even on the pitching side, turning, starting to turn things around, but it's no matter how you slice it, it's uh, things are, are ugly right now. But look, they're not going to be... It, it, they're, they're not going to be as bad as they have played so far. I mean, I think by season's end... I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to even be 500. But it, I find it hard to believe that a fully healthy Orioles team will have a record like this in any other month of the season. Yeah, and I agree. And what you know, but at the same time, we've seen the predictions this offseason that this is a last place team that they're going to finish near the bottom of the not just the division or the American League, but all of baseball. But I, I think so too. I mean, I, I think you know we've talked about how. You can't win a division in April, but you can play yourself out of the playoff race. Yeah, we're probably getting close to that conversation, Paul, in terms of you know the, what's there to play for. Yeah, but I, I agree that this team. I mean, on, again, on paper, this team is a better. This is a f- above five hundred club, so yeah. I think they can get back to that. Um, you know, this homestand they've got uh, three against the Royals, four against the Rays, including the doubleheader on Saturday, and then two against the Phillies. Yeah, so that's uh, that's seven games against below 500 clubs so that's yeah. an opportunity at home so that's that's an opportunity with the day off yeah. today on um, monday that's an opportunity to, to to win a couple to pull off some win streaks and maybe try to you know shake some demons of this yeah. early season and, and get back into it you said it bobby they're they're better than this and buck showalter when he was speaking with jim hunter after the game yesterday in which the o's lost two to one to the a's he basically echoed the same sentiment well, you know, you're always going to give the other team credit, but uh, we're better than this. You know, we've, it's not one person. It's a pretty much a collective group for the most part that we've, you know, we're not hitting to our potential yet, but, uh, you know, got to have faith in them. You know, they've got a track record doing it. It's just, you know, it's hard to watch good good players and good hitters and good people struggle right now. It's frustrating all around. Buck Walter is expressing that frustration as well. Rockabaco had a good piece about, uh, you know, somebody asked him, you know, uh, is this – rock bottom is this does it get worse than this and he's like you know worse than this i don't live in that world basically it's 
you, you can't look at it like this is the absolute worst. Yeah. Um, you just can't take that kind of defeatist attitude at that yeah. point. And I agree. And Paul, I mean, like, yes, that we've this has been a melodramatic podcast episode <laughs> so far, but you, know, you and I generally are positive people. We like to see the brighter side of yeah. things, and and the grass is always greener. So yeah, I think there's. I don't like to think that um, you know how could it get any worse. I yeah. like to think of the way. Okay, how can we get better? You know, yeah. how do we turn this thing around? Right. And, yeah. Uh, and for me, it's this home stand again. We talked about how hard the schedule was. Let's not forget about that. Yep. How hard April was up until this first week of May. You know, playing the Angels too. Um, so once we get to, I mean, after this home stand, they do go to Boston, um, but then they go to Chicago to play the White Sox, and then go down to Tampa. Mm. Then, but then you're welcoming the Nationals and, and, and uh, the Yankees to Canyon Yard. So, you know, there are – I mean, they're in a tough division. There yeah. are some tough teams in there, but there are there are more worse teams, I guess. There are more bad teams on the schedule from, yeah. this, from here on out than there were in April. So, you know, they can pro- – they can – I know they're starting off, what, 0-6 in May, but they can still pull off an above 500 in May because of the, the way the schedule set up. Yeah. And most of their games remaining are at home. Yeah. So that helps. So let's look at how they can get better as opposed to how can it get any worse. If you want to learn about how difficult the schedule has been so far, I would suggest you check out my piece, which I put out last week. Fun with flags. At Mass and Orioles, fun with flags. I did get a lot of hate. Uh, I think I... Unthinkable... uh, What was the... I don't know. He blocked us. (laughs) So uh, forget about it. But yeah, try try to dial back the hate speech, but when you watch it... um, you know, uh, that kind of gives you an overview of just how tough this competition has been. And Adam Jones, uh, this was, you know, a clip that was played over the weekend, I believe, Saturday on uh, O's Extra. He basically had the same thing to say. You know, this team needs to play better than they have, uh, but the division is stacked in a way that they are going to get really no days off, and they really haven't for the first couple months of the season. You know, in our division, you can't get back deep in our division because Red Sox, Yankees, Toronto, Tampa, I mean, these are teams that are uh, cutthroat and don't don't have any sympathy for the next team, as they shouldn't. So we just have to continue to, you know, obviously it's so cliche, but we got to continue to do our play, start our routines, continue to play the game the right way. And like I said, we have to we have to get back to playing 27 outs. And just like I said, this, we have not done that all year. The second that we give up... Uh, you know, an extra, uh, an extra out to the other team, they hurt us. It's and it goes vice versa. It's, if another team gives up, gives gives us an extra out, we're going to hurt them too. So, we just need to get back to playing 27 outs. You look at where the Orioles sit in the standings. They are at the bottom of the American League East, eight and 26. Red Sox are gotten off to an absolutely scorching start. They haven't lost 10 games. We're talking about how the Orioles haven't won 10 games <laughs> yet. The Red Sox haven't lost 10 games yeah. yet. Just absolutely absurd. The Yankees are on fire after starting out a little bit slow. Um, they had that 10-game win streak as well. Uh, and even the Blue Jays outperforming expectations. And the Tampa Bay Rays, a team that, you know, was expected to be near the bottom of the league after having a little bit of a fire sale. They're 15 and 17. They're hanging in there, man. They're helping around 500. They, yeah. um, I think they're better than what the experts say. And, um, and I think the Orioles are too, though. So I think they need to. Yeah. I think that's a good matchup. I mean, this is four against the Rays. And, um, you know, I, I would like – and you know, we don't know what, what's going to happen with Chris Tillman. Um, he's not scheduled um, for this uh, Royal Series. So yeah. it's it's Bundy, Gosman, and I believe Kashner. Yeah. No, not Gosman, sorry. Bundy, Kashner, and I forget who the other one is. But it's not Tillman, which, <laughs> which I thought, thought was interesting. Not Cobb, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so let's see what they can do with the Rays – um, back in here in the Royals again, like that's. I mean, yes, Adam said it. Tough division, 
stack, but we've got some good opponents coming up. Let's try to get better before we talk about how it can get any worse. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get it that to that point now uh, where you're having that. It's Bundy, Kashner, then Gosman. Oh, so um, Gosman is on rotation. Yes, for those. Oh, uh, good, the off day. Good, they, yeah, they are, in a, sen- in a sense, skipping uh, Tillman's start. Um, so, yeah, and it is frustrating to see even a guy like Alex Cobb, who, um, you know, took the loss yesterday after having good start. That's back-to-back good starts. He had another one against the Angels. Um He's coming around. He he's, really is. He's he's the guy that you know. This is the Alex Cobb we expected when they signed him. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and we, um, you know, it was extra after his start on Sunday. Jim Hunter talking to Buck Showalter saying you know, he's still basically in spring training. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's good to see him coming around. Yes, you would have liked him to have. I mean, we can harp on this all season long with him, but yes, you would have liked him to come out the gate like this. But you know, he's gonna be coming to Alex Cobb that we known to see in the American League East when he was a time with the Rays, and his next start probably will come against his former team, so that would be interesting yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, any other important baseball topics before we get into the fun little game, Bobby? Skits and bits. Um, stay positive. Stay positive. I, mean, I know it's tough. Uh, you know, go out, support the team, come to the games, you know, make the... Hey, you know, we talk about, you know, up down the road in D.C., the Capitals are in a tough series right now with the Penguins in the playoffs, and, and their their team and, and their players and coach are imploring their fans, come out and support us. Mm-hmm. You know, we really feed off. And the Orioles have always said this. Adam Jones has always said this. You know, we feed off the fans. You yeah. know, please come out, support the team, and, and maybe we can pull a couple wins off. Yeah, and weather won't be an excuse, actually. It's going to be week. beautiful this week, Paul. It is going to be beautiful. 70s, low 80s this week. Sunny for the most part. Knock on wood, no rain in the, in the forecast just yeah. yet, so it's going to be a great time at the park. Hopefully yeah. those can pull off some wins. Yeah, let's see it. Uh, we're going to, you know, turn that frown upside down and get a little, uh, get a little happier here. A little here. crazy. A little cray-cray. Uh, would you watch that show? It's a fun little game we've debuted on our Nats podcast, now bringing it to the O's podcast. Bobby, I'll give you the rules of the game, basically. I am just going to give you, pitch you several TV shows, and you would let me know, simply, would you watch that show? Would you greenlight that project? Um, They're usually Orioles-based. Are you prepared? I am prepared. We'll see if we can get some sitcoms going on Masson during the day before Uh, we get on to to (laughs) the... Yeah, uh, let's Orioles themed sitcoms. Let's get Orioles themed sitcoms, and then they'll go right into Masser. Right into uh, Masser, right into Ozexer, right into the game. Yeah, uh, there's no excuse not to yeah. keep Mass on twenty four seven. Exactly, uh, catch everything. All right, uh, let's start out with this one. This show, Bobby, is called "What's the Scope." Uh, it's a TMZ style show where Jonathan Scope gives you the latest Hollywood gossip. Okay. So also a quick background on this game to our listeners that this I live with I work with Paul every single day. And <laughs> yes, Paul is do. Paul is you know, we call our, our, our coworker Olivia Witherite, who does the social media, the, the meme queen, and Paul is the dad pun king. Yes. Like this I live with this stuff every day. So this is just a way for you to kind of let it all out, Paul. I yes. guess this is what your release of exactly. all of these. And you bear jokes. you bear the yeah. worst of it. Yeah, I bear the brunt of it. Yeah. Um I actually would watch that because okay. I would I think I think Jonathan would have fun with it. Yes. I think he is a funny character, mm. especially him and Manny together. Yeah. I'm assuming Manny would be like a guest star or like kind of like a, you know, his sidekick thing. Right. Going along, kind of like a, uh, you know, whoever that guy works with, uh, like Jimmy Fallon or something kind of like that. Okay, yeah. yeah, or yeah. Like, 
I'm not picturing like a TMZ type thing where they're sitting around and like a, yeah I don't really a watch TMZ room. but I know they do the yeah, yeah and they're like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> they just see what happened yeah. with uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. and they're all like coffee and they're all like chilling yeah, yeah. oh that looks like a fun place to work yeah um, <laughs> they probably hate each other yeah so I I, I would watch that what's the scope uh, the, that that could be interesting it, so is it celebrity gossip or is it like baseball like we're talking about other baseball players. I think baseball yeah because I think kind of fun. yeah. Um, but, different uh, person because baseball got a lot of personalities, so it, it, it could yeah. be it could be real. Uh, yeah, I would watch exactly. That. Yeah, yeah the scope is green great. light. All right, all right, good to know that we got the green light on that one. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, it's called That's Showbiz, uh, and this is actually based on a, another show that uh, a little segment that Buck Showalter had when he was on ESPN back in the day before he was between managerial gigs. Uh, yes, it is a pun on Showalter. That's Showbiz. It's a Glee-like show <laughs> in which Buck Showalter plays the role of the Jane Lynch-type character, where he has to oversee all these kooky characters, and those characters are the Orioles. So kind of basically his job now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he of. is the manager of the team. So yes, it, he is. It's literally his job to watch over these yes. kooky characters, as you so eloquently put it. Uh, um, there's no Leah Michelle in the Orioles clubhouse, though, I think. So. Uh, no, no, no. It's not as dramatic as Glee. I was not a Glee Person, I was not way. a Gleek. Is it Gleek? Gleek, yeah, or I think it's Gleek. I don't think like it's Gleek. Like a Gleek geek. Yeah, is it I, think, Gleek? I think it was Gleek. Okay. Yeah, we can look that up. But I, I, I was not to one. To, I was not one to participate in the watching of that television program. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Buck. I also like the way he puts things. Um, I, I think the tricky part would be getting uh, Buck on board. <laughs> yes. Uh, definitely. Um, so I'll greenlight it. I don't think Buck Showalter would greenlight it, though. The thing is, though, he did greenlight that ESPN segment. Okay. Um, I th- that was called Showbiz. Um, so I think, you know... You, Are you saying we have the same amount of pull? And he's it, been on Seinfeld. Ex- yeah, well, he has yeah. been on Seinfeld. Are you saying we have the same amount of pull in, in terms of, of greenlighting shows I'm, that they do on ESPN? I'm just saying, you put the right people behind it, you <laughs> know? Maybe we're the brains of the operation, yeah. but we get somebody else to pitch it to them. Um, uh, I, could, I think he could. Uh, I could think he could fall for yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, cool. Great. Two two green lights. That's showbiz. Uh, third one. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that. You're a big Marvel fan, so I don't know if you've seen the show, uh, The Inhumans. So, uh, I could go on for hours about that show. Okay. Uh, I do watch way. Agents of Shield. Okay. Yes. I did not watch Inhumans because it was so terrible. I've heard it was bad. Yeah. They already canceled it. Wow, it's, it's, okay. it's, it was bad. It was trying to be a spinoff of the agent, Marvel's Agents of Shield, right? And, Which is already a spinoff, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, you know, Agents of Shield has actually spin spinoff, been doing spinoff well. I think it's still, you know, it's probably getting close to near the end. Yeah. Um, but I did not watch Inhumans because it, it was just so terrible. Okay. It was a waste. So I I haven't watched the show at all, but I just kind of thought this was uh, good. The Inhumans, just a show about Manny Machado, basically because he's inhuman. Okay. He is superhuman mm-hmm. uh and i didn't want to pick any other superman for uh so i picked a bad superhero but the inhuman manny machado would that show be a better show than the actual inhuman yes because every time manny machado steps on a baseball field it's a better show than most shows out there <laughs> manny machado's one of the best players in the game so it's exciting to watch yep um i'm gonna have to put a red light <laughs> on that show though because just we need I a red but right yeah like, I mean again he is right he again he is he's right now the best show the Orioles have yes um but I think I mean I don't know unless you're a diehard 
you know, baseball fan or maybe just a Manny Machado fan, I think you need more support, mm-hmm. so to speak, to uh, to get the show going. Maybe throw up. in like a Bryce Harper, Mike Trout type, because they're they're know, inhumans too. They yeah. are also inhumans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we need more inhumans showing up on the on the Orioles club before we can green light oh, this show. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, do you remember that show back on Nickelodeon called the Naked Brothers Band? Yes. How about this, Bobby? The Naked Orioles Band. <laughs> and if you think about it, I'm not implying any of these guys are taking their clothes off, but I am saying this. Hey, if they can, if they name the children's show the Naked Brothers Band, we can name a, a exactly. fake Orioles show. No nudity involved. Yeah. Mark Trumbo on guitar. We know that he can. He can. He, he can, can play some licks. Yep, yep. Caleb Joseph on drums. Drums. Yep. And here's here's a, a kind of a reach here, but Adam Jones on vocals. Have we heard Adam sing? Uh, nope. But you know who I saw in Cinco de Mayo singing former Oriole Miguel Gonzalez, and I miss Miguel Gonzalez. Oh, Orioles, yeah. Not just because you know he was a great character and a good, good, good guy on the team, and mm-hmm. he performed well when he was here. But he is so talented; he can sing and play. In a, he plays in a mariachi band. Does he really? He sings, and it's beautiful. Wow! So if Miguel Gonzalez was still here and, and doing the vocals <laughs> for yeah. for uh, the Naked Orioles band, we might have something there. I would have to hear AJ sing. I don't know yeah. if we can maybe get him to do that on uh, his next uh, Mass and All Access yeah. uh, appearance. But uh, I'm going to put that on hold. Okay. I'm not going to give it a red light, but I'm not going to give it a green light either. I'm going to put that on hold. Until and, we can and, find it. Yeah, because we got to yeah. do a more thorough talent search. What I'm thinking of doing is is a little piece on just the putting together this band, and I want to talk to Trumbo, and I want to try to see if I can find who they think would be that the best other singer. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. they would slot into there? Because I just took a, a guess. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have the most confidence in. Singing. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, you do that, and you get back to me. All right, we'll do. It. All right, that's fair. Last one here. Uh, this is a show I never watched because it was a little past my prime on the Disney Channel. But there was a show that I've heard of called Sonny with a Chance, starring Demi Lovato back in the day. I did not watch that show either. I think it was Demi Lovato. It was on Disney Channel. I think we were all a little bit too old for that. Dude, but it makes me think of Sonny with a Chance of Meatballs, the movies. Yes, yeah. But it's, you know, it was a pun because her name was Sonny. Okay. Was, was it Sonny with an O? Yes, yeah. yes it was. But this one is Sonny with an O. With an O? With Chancisco. Chancisco. So, uh, it would be the cast, I don't know that show at all, but the cast would be Demi Lovato and Chancisco. Would you sign up for that? Well, I need more of the premise. Like, <laughs> what, what's the premise? All right, What well, are we doing here? Sonny are, are they... with a chance. Is this Demi Lovato and Chancisco playing baseball? It's or is American this Demi sitcom. Lovato and Chancisco no. singing or dancing or going through life as high school students? Or what, what are we doing here? The series follows the experiences of teenager Sonny Monroe, portrayed by Demi Lovato, who becomes the newest accepted cast member of her favorite live comedy sh- television show, So Random! Uh, so okay, so in 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 this situation, are we inserting Demi Lovato into the Orioles clubhouse? No, we're inserting Chancisco into so random. Oh, okay. I'm saying no. Uh, I probably wouldn't watch it just because I didn't watch the original show. I probably wouldn't. Are you no offense to... against Chance, but what about Demi Lovato? I mean, she's probably listening. Are you? I'm more of a fan of Poot Lovato. Who? Poot Lovato? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fake Lovato. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, forgot yeah. about Evil sister. Evil twin sister. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I remember 2016. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I would have to... I'm going to put a red light on that one. I don't know if I would uh, tune into that show. All right. Well, taking some L's. So we got... That's straight down the middle because there were five. You gave two green, two, two red, red, and, and an old. 
and a hold. Wow, look at that. Yeah, okay. All right, not as strongly performing as I thought. Let's get some music under this, by the way. Hopefully there's music been playing under this. Bobby, that's I'm making that your task. Thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, uh, would you watch that show? We'll bring that segment back once I can think of some more good puns. Um, it's not that hard for you. I'm sure it you really I'm sure you'll This took fine. me five minutes this morning. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening. By the way, you can catch us on Twitter at Bobby underscore Blanco at Paul Mancano. That is me. Uh, listen to us, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and there's one I'm forgetting. No, that's that it. it. That search, is it. Search Mass on All Access. Give a subscribe, rate, review, follow, spread the word. Comment. Um, comment. You can also comment on the blog on MassInSports.com. Um, and if Send there's any other, don't do that. no, I don't do that. <laughs> if there's any other platforms where you listen to podcasts and you would like us to put the Mass and All Access podcast on, please let us know because I know there are a lot out there. I'm just not positive who I, I know. Apple Podcasts and Google Play are probably the most popular, but I would love to know if you guys listen to this anywhere else or would like to listen to it anywhere else. So please, yeah. please give us a shout out um, if there are. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, and we will be back next week. See you guys.